Hey there, and welcome back to the Virtual Cafe for another coffee combo about business finances. I'm your host, Kerry Zab, and I am joined by Kim White. We invite you to join us at our table with your favourite brew. Let's pull up our chairs and get into today's episode. Come on, let's go. It's coffee time. Hey, Kim. Hey, Kerry. What are you going to have today? Ooh, I want a mocha latte with extra oat milk and oh maybe i didn't need to go into all my coffee order did i you probably did because you know these days when you head into the cafe it's very specific like there's (laughs) you know the range of i don't know how they keep up with the milk selection let alone half shots double shots extra this minus that plus this (laughs) and half a whatever like all the things (laughs) <laughs> well, Carrie, you know, I am three years, three months, and some days plant-based. So I have to make sure I have the right kind of milk. Like, that's part of it. Carrie, I have a question for you about, like, we're talking about the variables for the kind of coffee we want today or what we're in the mood for. Mm-hmm. But I have had a question come up quite often from new entrepreneurs who are talking about the variables for their income. Like they make a certain amount of money and maybe they make more this month and and none one month and then less another month and like that kind of thing. But their expenses are getting to them. They don't know how to plan. Can you speak to that kind of a question today because I really, I just need to send them to you, Carrie. I just need to send everybody in the whole entire world to you to ask you the question. Kim, I think this is a really good question, and let me tell you why. Firstly, for those people, you're not alone. This is very normal, especially when we are newer in business. But I want to say as well, Kim, it's not unusual to still be happening later in business when we're in a service-based industry because... How is it even possible to have a set income based on projects that you're delivering or services that you're providing? It's not very common to have a service-based business that has a dead set, steady income. Here's what's coming in, here's what's going out, this is what it looks like. There's, well, we all know that Kerry says peaks and troughs, which is actually peaks and valleys, but that's another conversation. It's normal. It's actually normal. And I've experienced it as well, Kim. When I started this business, although a decade ago, I didn't know what it was going to look like. And there were set expenses, what I like to call the fixed expenses. And then there was variable expenses as well. So what we're looking at is, okay, so can we can we kind of paint this in a, into a bit of a picture Kim can we make this really simple please Kerry so if my business makes let's call it $500 in month one and then I make a thousand dollars in month two and in month three I make $200 so we've got a total of $1,700 across three months however in the first month we only made $500 if our expenses are that amount of money we didn't get paid for example and i'm just keeping it really really simple here but in month two we made more money so we made a thousand dollars 
So therefore, maybe that's the opportunity to pay our expenses and pay ourselves for that month and the month before. Depending on your numbers and depending on your expenses, and I'm using very simple numbers here, when you get to month three and you're only making the $200, you may have been able to pay yourself from month number two. Now, the trick to this, Kim, is using the aggregate. Now, we can't make up money, so when we get to month three or month four and it's not where we wanted it to be, we can't produce that income if it's lower than what we expected. However, we've got to look at the average. So essentially what I'm saying is in month two, we made hay while the sun shined. <laughs> yeah. So don't get excited and go out there and do extra spending because you've got extra money. And Kim, you know my conversations I've had on this podcast before about rainy day funds, emergency funds, and the secret stash. I've never spoken about the peaks and valleys because what we can actually do is save the money from month number two to carry over to the following month. And again, we don't have a crystal ball. We don't know what the following months are going to look like. But when we do have a bumper month and things are looking better, don't be tempted to go and be, be you know, kind of outrageous with your spending and and make up for the lost time on expenses unless you have to obviously but think about how you're going to make that last and it's a little bit of planning and a little bit of forecasting of what's possibly coming down the line and kind of keep in stock a little bit sometimes we've got to stash the cash oh i like that kerry we'll stash the cash <laughs> so i wonder kerry if this is like because I know we've had this conversation multiple times because we talk a lot. I'm not sure if it was on the podcast or on Clubhouse. Like, I'm not sure where we had the conversation, but we've talked about staying lean and mean, like staying very limited on the expenses, keeping that in mind always that it could change, you know, what we're bringing in. But I wonder, Carrie, if this is not something like the listener might have experienced along with me which is I get excited because I'm making some money I'm new to this like which I will say I'm not new to this anymore but this is totally true for me and I I would get excited and I would think I'm always gonna make that amount of money like I I get into that place of well I've made this money three months in a row so I'm gonna make it for the next 30 years now. Like, and we both know from experience that's not how it works. But sometimes I've overloaded my hummingbird behind with my alligator mouth by saying, yeah, I want something else, you know, expense wise. Let me sign up for some more subscriptions, which if you have not gotten simple subscriptions yet, I'm just gonna put that little plug in there Go get simple <laughs> subscriptions so you don't do that. But what do you say, Carrie, to that? Because I think sometimes new entrepreneurs, we get excited that we're making an income. We overcommit not knowing there's going to be a trough, as you say. <laughs> we, we don't know it. So what would you say to that? Kim, you know what? And I think we can all put our hand up and say that we're guilty of doing this 
whether it was when we were younger and we were first working or later on when we started our business or just randomly when we're just not on our A game. It's human. It is very human to actually have this occur where suddenly there's this influx of money and we want treats. We want rewards. We want extra things. Like that is just our, I don't know, part of our human makeup is you know, give, give me an inch and I want a mile type of situation. Sometimes we've got to let that bite us a few times to learn the lesson. Like, I don't expect anyone listening to this episode to go, oh, Kerry told me this is what I've got to do, so that's what I'm going to do. But probably not, no. Sometimes we actually need to learn the lesson, and sometimes it's not great, and sometimes it can kind of hurt a little bit. But I have scars, Kerry. <laughs> me too. Me too, Kim. Honestly. However, I, I do think that we can learn from our mistakes. And I don't want anyone to be sitting there with their business finances going, oh, here we go again. Yeah, last time I got this money and I blew it. So, you know, that's just what I do. That's who I am. And that's how it needs to be. Uh, no, cancel that out of your mind because we can all change our, our makeup, we can all change our habits, and we can all change the way that we do things. So I really think it's going to come down to Kim that maybe we've done it, and maybe we've learnt the hard lesson, maybe we've done that more than once, maybe now we're listening to this conversation and going, oh yeah that was me, oh yeah, okay, oh red flag, here it comes, oh okay, and we start to see the signs, but we have to do that ourselves. We have to go through those experiences and actually mentally decide ourselves that, oh, yes, I've done this before. I've been here before. Okay, let me see how I can do this differently. And it's that simple plan. We don't have a crystal ball in a service-based business. We don't know what work is coming down the line, especially for those that work in even harder situations of quoting for jobs constantly, you know, looking at, you know, I think about someone that builds a website and I think, okay, so once they've built a website, job done, okay, and where's the next one, and where's the next one, and where's the next one, like, there must be this constant flow, and in actual fact, my brother works in a business doing uh, building and renovations, and he's always out quoting jobs, always going to the next client to measure a kitchen or a bathroom or look at some cabinetry. And, and I understand, I see firsthand what he goes through of constantly turning over the work and being out there in the forefront to be getting the next round of business coming through. And it's hard to predict because the client you see tomorrow for that quote, or whether it's even on virtual with a Zoom call or a phone call, they may not commit next month. They may not commit for three months or for six months. So there's those kind of things that we can struggle with as well in business. How do you predict your income when you're in a service-based business, especially when you're out there quoting? It's hard. It is actually hard. To counteract that, we've just got to be so smart with our money and we've got to watch every single dollar and know that every single dollar is so important. It's not a time to be frivolous. It's not a time to 
treat ourselves to the max capacity. And I'm not saying you don't deserve a treat, but just think about what you're actually spending and think about what your business needs. And sometimes, Kim, that means it needs an extra tool so that next time it's easier and it saves you hours. So you can quote more work and you can do more jobs. So there's a bit of a juggling act and a fine balance between raising expenses to make more income when we're already in a vulnerable state of what is our income. Oh my goodness, Carrie, that's a lot. I just want to say that. That is a lot. It, it was probably too much. I apologise, people. I got the milk made no. out and got a little bit carried away. <laughs> Whoops. No, no, I just, you know, I'm kindergarten. I just think that is a, that is something that is hard when you are starting out and you don't realize that juggle or that understand how to do those things. I know one thing that helped me carry and I like I will just give this example is I will like I would take a piece of paper and I would predict like I would predict if I make like from your example if I make the 500 this month this is what I'm gonna do if I make the 1500 this is what I'm gonna do and if I make the 200 this is what I'm going to do like I literally write those things out on paper and I think that that probably was a game changer for me because all of a sudden I I knew the answer when I got the money. I think that was the problem I had is it's always going to be a flow of money and a lot of times it's a one-off. Like when you're doing business, you don't know that the next kitchen or bathroom is coming. You don't know when that that is going to happen. So I appreciate you breaking this down, Carrie. And Kim, I appreciate you adding that because that is exactly how simple it can be. We can't predict, we don't know. However, if we have a rough expectation or a rough idea, map that out. Map out what that looks like so that you're prepared. Because this is what probably puts most of us into a bit of a tailspin is when we don't know what's going to happen and we have no plan at all and suddenly there's money in the bank account so we start paying some things and we start looking at what we need to buy that's where it goes pear-shaped because you didn't make a plan from the beginning so you're not really following anything you're literally just out there doing and swiping and spending based on kind of a, a, a bit of an idea of what you think you should be doing but you don't know what you should be doing I almost feel like this is scattershot. Like when you, when you don't pay attention, and you know, none of us like the B word carry for the budget stuff that you talk about. None of us like that kind of stuff. But I also know that when you help us get a plan together or a realistic idea of what is possible, it, it changes everything. It changes the pressure that we're under on the daily because when we don't know it's it can be a i almost feel like it's feast and famine sometimes in business so we have extra then we spend it then we come to the famine and we're desperate feeling or stressed out again it's it's the i think you are teaching everybody how to get to that place of not having those horribly stressed out times 
based on what we're doing. So thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Kim, for having these conversations with me because I appreciate being able to bounce all of this off someone. It actually makes these conversations, I think, better. I actually think it does improve these conversations. But something that you mentioned there for a moment sparked something in my mind that, again, going back to not having the plan and no kind of roadmap to follow. And I do believe in planning. I don't like the B word at all. It is not a pretty word. However, we we hold the control. We're in the driver's seat of what's going to happen. So one of the examples I gave before about needing a new tool in your business, do you know what? Sometimes you need to sit down and suck it up and say, well, I'm not, I'm not going to press that button right now because I've not got a pattern of normality or I don't have a, a history of what's going to happen. And some businesses never form a history that they can rely on. Some businesses actually are month by month, job by job, watching what happens and, you know, like I said before, out there quoting for their services and hoping that people are going to say yes and yes now and, yep, we'll do it next month and pay deposits and, and do all the things. Again, on a, on a bit of a hope and a prayer, but if you don't have that regular income in your business and you are experiencing the peaks and valleys, you do need to hold. You do need to wait. You actually need to stop yourself because you can make a really bad decision. You can spend money that you have now, but what if you need that next month? What if you need it the month after? So sometimes we have to be patient. And it's unfortunate, and I wish it wasn't the case. I certainly wish everyone out there had a, a steady income stream into their business and steady expenses and everything was peachy, but it's just not real, Kim. That's not speaking the truth. So for those that are, you know, up and down and not sure, take a breath. Sometimes it pays to sit and stop and wait and be patient and let the dice roll and see what happens. You're in control of helping that, you know, to achieve the income. But at the same time, if you really don't know and you've got no guarantees, wait, just wait. And Carrie, I also think we should say it, it doesn't have to always be that way. It's just a matter of if you've only been in business a short time, that's the most dangerous time, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%, Kim. Carrie, thank you for always answering such great questions or giving great answers. Let me let me change that. Thank you for giving great answers to the questions we ask. There we go. <laughs> oh, Kim, I was confused as well, but it's always my pleasure. And I love, I love the questions. I love helping people in this space always. And I love hanging out with you in the virtual cafe. I love hanging out with you anywhere, Carrie. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. I will see you next week. See you then. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us in the virtual cafe. You can follow the show to be notified of future episodes. And if you're enjoying this podcast, we encourage you to leave a rating or personal review. Until next time, happy biz beans to you.
No beings were harmed during the production of this podcast. Information contained in this podcast should be taken as general advice only, and your personal circumstances have not been taken into account. It is recommended that you seek financial advice from a professional who is licensed to do so. If you choose to act upon the general advice shared, you do so at your own risk.